0: Good morning. Just a reminder that during the season of Lent, we are offering midweek services, uh, both at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. Also, uh, today, since we've started the first Sunday in Lent, you'll notice that some portions of the liturgy are omitted uh, during the Lenten season, and a few others have been added. But I think you'll, you'll notice them in the bulletin very easily. The Old Testament reading for this, the first Sunday in Lent, is from the third chapter of Genesis. What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman. And between your offspring and her offspring, he shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will surely multiply your pain and childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree, The man called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skins and clothed them. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the fifth chapter of Romans. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin. Much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation. But the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. If, because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. For as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. So by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fourth chapter. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. If you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan. For it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It was the first lie. It was the worst lie. The devil came to Eve and tried to get Eve to eat fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But Eve knew what would happen. She knew if she ate from that tree, they would die. Eve knew this. She even told the devil they can't eat or they would die. And that's when the devil lied. That's when he spoke the first lie. He spoke his worst lie. The devil basically said to Eve, you won't die. In fact, God has been holding out on you because God knows when you eat of that fruit, you will be just like God. You will become a God just like him. It was the first lie. It was the worst lie. And that lie killed all of us. But the devil didn't just stop there. Today, the devil came to Jesus. And again, the devil tempted with food. Not a fruit. This time it was a piece of bread. And the devil said to Jesus, If you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. But this wasn't just about bread. I mean, really, the devil could have cared less if Jesus was hungry. The devil just wanted Jesus to do what Adam and Eve did. The devil wanted Jesus to pick the fruit, to make the stone bread, to put himself first above his father's will. The devil wanted Jesus to declare he was number one, that Jesus was the top priority. He wanted Jesus to only think of himself. That's just what the devil does. He tries to get all of us to place ourselves first in life, not God. And the devil just keeps tempting us to pick that fruit, to place ourselves first. And it's like we just keep falling for that trick. We just keep picking that fruit over and over again. How many times have we put ourselves first in life? How many times have we declared ourselves to be masters of our own destinies and not God? It happens so easily. It happens whenever our priorities in life take priority over God's desires for our life. And when we do that, we make ourselves into our own little gods. So we put ourselves first when going to sports practice on Sunday takes the place of worship. We place ourselves first when our leisurely activities on Sunday are more important to us than coming to hear God's word. And when we do that, we pick the fruit and declare we are our own little gods of our own little lives, just like Adam and Eve did. We place ourselves first whenever a child refuses to respect a parent. We place ourselves first when a parent refuses to take the time to love and nurture their own child. We place ourselves first whenever sex is engaged outside of marriage. When we do this, we pick the fruit and declare we are masters of our own bodies and not God and what God says. We pick the fruit and put ourselves first when we don't explain simple things in the kindest way to others. We pick the fruit and decide we know how best to deal with one another and not God, not with what God says. The fall into sin did not just happen with Adam and Eve. The fall into sin has been happening Over and over and over again, ever since they first ate the fruit. It's like we're a record skipping and playing the same song over and over again. We are first. We know what's best. We are rulers of our own lives, not God. The devil spoke the first lie to Adam and Eve. And that lie worked so well, he just kept repeating it over and over again with all of us. And it has worked very well against us. But the devil is also not very original. He tried the same lie with Jesus. He tried to get Jesus to think about himself. To think about filling his own stomach by turning a stone into bread. That lie didn't work. I almost imagine the devil's jaw dropped when Jesus stood up to him. Because his lie had worked on every single human being since the dawn of time. But Jesus was not like every other human being, he was God in the flesh. So Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. After this, the devil tried to get Jesus to jump from the temple and show off with thousands of angels coming to save him. But no luck. Jesus wasn't following for this lie either. And finally, the devil just threw all pretense to the wind and basically said to Jesus... I will give you everything in the world, but only if you bow down and worship me. And again, the devil failed. And when he did, the devil revealed a horrible truth. When we break God's commands, it's not just about us and God. When we break God's commands, when we place ourselves first above God, we are actually bowing down to the devil. When we sin, we are actually bowing down and giving the devil exactly what he wants. It's a horrible place we're in. Not only have we picked the fruit and ate the fruit... But we have basically bowed the knee to our greatest enemy, the devil. The very one who has brought so much misery into all of our lives. The one who brought death. So what are we to do about this? By ourselves, not very much. But thank God we are not by ourselves in this. We are not left up to our own strength. To somehow fix all this. When Jesus fought off the devil's advances. He did not do this just for himself. He did this for you. When Jesus beat back the devil's temptations. He became a new Adam. For all of us. An Adam who did not fail. But won. Through the first Adam's sin, all people have sinned. And we are all born in sin. But now through Christ, the second Adam, the new Adam, you have been declared holy through his sacrifice. And you have been reborn in baptism as a brand new person. Through the first Adam's sin, all people died. And death has become every single one of our ends. But thanks to Christ, the new Adam's victory, all will be made alive and we will now live forever because of Christ. It can be so easy for us to concentrate on the picking of the fruit Adam did and the picking of the fruit that we still do every day. But you don't have to do that anymore. Christ has set you free to have a new life in him. He has set you free to find freedom from being forced to follow your sinful desires. And it all has to deal with what you are eating or not eating. What you are picking or not picking. Are you going to keep eating the devil's fruit and try to be the master of your own life? The Lord of your own world? Or will God be your God? It all depends upon what fruit you're going to eat in this life. Today, Jesus gives you something to eat. There are no lies connected with this fruit. From the tree of his cross, Jesus has produced a new fruit for you, his sacrifice has produced a ripe, life-giving fruit, all for you. And Jesus wants you to come and pick this fruit. Jesus wants you to come, eat, and be satisfied by his sacrifice given for you. He's inviting you to eat his body, drink his blood, to be refreshed with everything that he's done for you. The fruit of his sacrifice acts as an antidote to the devil's poison. The fruit of his sacrifice assures you your sins really are forgiven. Because he died for all of them. The fruit of his sacrifice shows you death has been destroyed. He died to put death to death. And he has the fruit of his sacrifice Promises you will have everlasting life in Him. You do have a choice in life. You could eat the fruit the devil offers, which brings death, or you can eat the fruit Jesus offers, which brings life to you right now and life forever. Thanks to Jesus, He gives all of us such a wonderful gift of life through the fruit he offers so freely to all of us. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.